Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. What I found in my career is that it doesn't really matter what sort of stack you pick, what sort of framework you pick, or what sort of tools you use. What really matters is the logic behind it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson and today we're going to be talking all about voice dating. Yep, that's a thing now, voice dating. Today's episode was recorded on 31st of January 2020. You're going to hear me talk with Marek Mish, who is a very experienced voice developer at Greenwood Campbell. And you may remember my interview with Adam. It was entitled Echo Echo Chamber. It was a fantastic conversation. Well, now we have Marek on the show. Marek is also the founder of Only One, a separate company creating a new platform that can help you find your true love through voice. So this is a really innovative product. We're going to dive into all the product features, of course. He's going to explain how the voice interview works. Basically, you're interviewed by this voice assistant that asks you questions about yourself. And then there's this algorithm which matches you up with your perfect partner. Um, We're going to talk about dating apps in general, people's behavior, what's typical behavior patterns you see on dating apps, how voice assistants can work as matchmakers, the benefits of having a voice-only matchmaker as opposed to something multimodal where you can see the picture of the person. It's obviously going to be the big question on everyone's list. And then we dive into some of the insights of the data that Marek has gleaned from the early signups on the Only One platform, what he's learned, what the surprises were, crucially what the metrics that he tracks. And then lastly, because of course he's an experienced developer, we talk about the development process itself. So this is an app built as an action on Google using Dialogflow. It also works with Firebase and uses a progressive web app built on Vue.js. So we talk about the stack why he chose that particular stack and how you can become an expert in these technologies as well and actually build your own product in the same way. So it's a very exciting, very fun conversation as well. Definitely recommend it. Not too technical as well, so don't worry about that. It's definitely something for everyone in here. Don't forget there are also bonus questions for Voice Tech Pro listeners in this episode. I talked to Marek all about his career as a voice developer, the advice that he gives, and various other questions that dig more into him as a person and his personal experiences. So it's really worth tuning in for that as well. If you're not a Voice Tech Pro listener already, then you can sign up now at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. I also want to say thanks to our new written word sponsor, VoiceBase. VoiceBase are a speech analytics solution for the contact center and beyond. It helps you get AI-powered call insights for your data-driven enterprise. Essentially, they offer not only speech-to-text, but predictive analytics, knowledge extraction from the call data. Um, You can find out more about VoiceBase at voicebase.com. Thank you very much, VoiceBase, for supporting independent media. This episode is brought to you by Manning Publishing, an independent publisher of a huge range of software development books. At manning.com, you'll find books on all the technologies you need to learn in order to create world-class voice applications. All the books are available at manning.com. And right now, Voice Tech Podcast listeners get a massive 40% off all the books with the promo code podvoicetech19. So go check it out at manning.com. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are now only available for a limited time after release. You can get all the full episodes at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. As a Voice Tech Pro, you get your own premium RSS feed from Patreon, which gives you access to the entire back catalogue of episodes, 
early access to all the new episodes, as well as exclusive interviews and bonus questions, no ads and high quality sound. Plus, you'll be helping to ensure that I can keep producing more episodes like this one. So if that sounds good to you, head over to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and sign up today. I'm counting on your support. I'm uh, very lucky to be joined on the line by Marek Mish, the founder of Only One. Based in Bournemouth in the UK, Only One possibly is the first of its kind dating platform on voice platforms. So Marek, welcome to the show. Hello, Carl. Nice to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful to have you on. Dating via voice. This is definitely a new topic as well. I love collecting all these novel use cases of voice interfaces. There's definitely some interesting aspects to this because obviously one of the big questions people are going to have, first of all, is if it's only by voice, you can't see their face. So what happens then? Is that a pro or a con? So yeah, thanks a lot for coming on the show to talk to us about it. Maybe you should tell the guys like where you're from. I understand that this is a side project that you're working on and you do have a regular day job. So tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So yeah, I'm a creative technologist uh, and I mm. work for a digital agency, as you mentioned, in Bournemouth, an agency called Greenwood Campbell. Yeah, we started exploring voice technology over two, maybe three years ago, when it only just started happening and people started buying smart speakers to their homes. Yeah, we thought, let's explore this whole new area. As I started looking into Google Assistant predominantly, I tried to find all those third-party apps and see what's possible for developers to do. As probably everyone realizes that there are timers, there are weather questions and weather applications, reminders, all sort of useful stuff. Right. But then I started thinking, okay, what about brands? What about other experiences that normally you have on mobile phones? I'm not actually sure why I started thinking about <laughs> dating apps, especially that I was already married back then. Um, <laughs> Important to get that point out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if my wife is listening, yeah, it's got nothing to do with our relationship. Don't worry. <laughs> it was very interesting to not see any of the big brands such as Smash.com, Tinder, Hinge, and so on. And potentially, why is that? It's because we don't have a screen to deal with. And if there's Indeed. no screen, then there is no way for them to advertise, but also no way for them to offer the full experience in the same format as they do on a mobile phone. That's interesting. You said two things there. So one is that they can't keep mm. doing things the way they've already done it. So it requires a big change on their side, but also that they can't advertise so that the path to monetization isn't clear at this stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think monetization is a huge thing in voice area in general. But for this particular vertical, if we can call it that way, it's very prominent. Mm -hmm. If you want to date someone, you probably want to see them first. But then I thought, okay, well, let's challenge that. Let's flip those things around and use that to our advantage. Use that to my advantage if I'm thinking about building a new dating platform. So I came up with a completely different set of rules for my dating app which is no swiping. I'm thinking that swiping has created such a huge shift in humans' behavior when it comes to dating. And I personally don't really like it. Another thing is judging people by their picture in a fraction of a second. I don't think that's right either. There's so many interesting people with interesting stories behind them. Maybe not necessarily you want to date them, but very often you really want to hear what they have to say. It's very true. Yeah, things have converged on the hyper superficial, like the Instagram generation, just judging everything from microseconds yeah. worth of a glance. That's exactly. really not the way that you should be interacting with people, yeah. and not just from a moralistic point of view, but also just from a practical point of view. Often when you speak to people, you uncover things about them and you find that they're less or more than you initially expected. So yeah. it's not in your own best interest as well to be doing this. So the idea for only one was born 
How does it work and who's it for? Are you aiming this at a particular demographic? Have you identified your beachhead love seekers? So the whole project, I take it more as a proof of concept to see what's possible with voice and not having a screen in front of you. So really, it's more about the research. And the past four months, after rolling out this proof of concept to public, gave me more insights. And speaking of demographics, the average age is 35 years old. All right. There's three times more men using this platform than the women. Always, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that, that would probably align with some other dating apps statistics. Yeah, it's interesting you say it's around 35 years old, because I understand around that you know, it's, it's the younger generation that take to these voice interfaces more readily, but perhaps they don't have access to them, or perhaps they haven't been introduced to them in the same way as the people who are actually involved in building it. And that's one of my concerns. That I, sometimes with these voice apps, perhaps they're only used within the bubble of the voice industry and the enthusiasts as opposed to the more mass market. How did you market this thing? What was it just word of mouth? Did you do any marketing? Who did you expose the app to? You know, so I didn't do any marketing, to be fair. Uh, okay. It's also, for one, I don't really have any budget to market it out yet. Second, <laughs> it's just a proof of concept to see if it's actually going to work. Interesting thing is that people do discover this app on this implicit basis. So they don't really ask to talk to only one, which would trigger the application. They ask about finding true love or setting me up for a date. Oh, I see. And that's a very, very interesting fact. And I'm glad that Google redirected them to use my app rather than giving them some basic search results. And that's huge because I understand like one of the most common requests for Alexa is, Alexa, will you marry me? <laughs> if that is inferred as a request for true love for finding yeah. an actual partner and they're all being redirected to your app, that could possibly be a yeah, huge win yeah, for yeah. you. But you didn't have to explicitly put that in your code that that you handle those type of requests? Is it taking it from the example utterances that you've given it and it's just said, oh, well, this looks like the closest match? So, well, my plan was to hijack any invocation such as, can you marry me? Can you find me true love? Set me up on a day. Ah, okay, and this so, is a plan. I'm lonely, please help me. I'm not entirely sure if it's working or not. A lot of that depends on Google and how they handle those requests. But yeah. every now and then, they do <laughs> redirect the traffic to my app, which is a great sign. Yeah, that's so, very good. Yeah. Do you have an idea of the proportion of traffic that comes from explicit invocation versus this implicit? I need to look into analytics. I haven't done that for a while, but it's usually around 2 3%, so it's not massive. Uh, just and 2 3% in... is the implicit. Okay, I see, yeah, but yeah, yeah. still. Walk us through the flow then. So I'm sure people are asking themselves, so how does this actually work? Because Tinder's a really yeah. obvious mechanic. You know, you just see pictures, mm -hmm. you swipe left or right, and then if they do the same thing, you get a match, bang, mm -hmm. you're in contact and you can start chatting. Is there any similarities on the voice side of things or how do you manage it? Maybe you could walk us through it and give us a demo mm -hmm. if you have one available. Sure, yeah. So the way it works, first you have to ask your Google Assistant. You just say, hey, Google, ask only one to find me true love. And that will trigger this application and you'll be welcomed by only one matchmaker. And the way I've built her personality is really to mimic a real matchmaker as a human matchmaker. Yeah. So she will introduce herself. She will tell you about the whole process <clears throat> and what it looks like. She will then invite you to an interview, which takes around five minutes. She'll ask you questions about your age, your gender, your preferences, your interests. And then based on that, she will build a profile. She will build a story that then will be presented to other users of the platform. And then every day she spends her own time matching the profiles together. <laughs> and every day, if you're lucky, you have a chance to hear a story about just one person that potentially is a good match for you. That's an interesting hence the, concept. Hence the name, only one. You only get one a day. Yeah, you only get one a day. And more than that, 
if you decide to connect with that person after hearing her or his story, you have a chance to connect, but you can only connect with that one person. So you can't have more than one person connected with you at any given point. I see. So it locks everyone else out. The yeah. finding mechanic shuts down yes. and now you're in exactly. the chatting mechanic. You know, you move to the next yeah. stage. And I assume yeah. if you're not happy with that person, then you can go back to the finding mechanic after that. Yeah, absolutely. You can always break the relationship and start <laughs> over again. That's how it works. Yeah, really interesting. I've got a few questions around that. So when you're listening to the stories, what does each story contain and how is it delivered? Do I have to subscribe to it? I don't know. How do I access my stories every day? Do I have to invoke mm -hmm. it? Is there a notification? Tell us about that. So during the interview process, the matchmaker will also tell you to enable push notifications on your phone. It's as easy as just saying, keep me in the loop. She will guide you through the process. So there's no extra actions that you have to conduct in order to get notifications. Mm -hmm. so that, that's pretty easy. Yeah. And then in terms of the chat and conversation with another person, that happens within an app. Well, it's actually a website that pretends to be an app. It's called Progressive Web App that you can see on your phone. And it's just a regular chat the same way you have on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. Uh, that way you talk to another person. Okay. Got it. So it goes through to an app. So you've got a companion mobile app that goes with it then? Yeah, it's a companion mobile app. I should probably rebuild the whole thing and focus a little bit more on this chat application. Probably the next step. <laughs> it should be said, yeah, this is a working project. This is a very kind of new concept yeah. that you guys are still playing with. This is your personal side project, I should say. This is not linked to the work at Greenwood Campbell. You're no, doing no, this it's in your spare time yeah. as well. So it's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> You've managed to do Building all of this. It took me a while, to be fair, to get it out there. A lot of learnings, a lot of insights into not just technology, but this, you know, human behavior. What's fascinating is that people are happy to share feedback as well. Looking at the stats and all sort of logs, I can tell if they're happy with the conversation or not. And sometimes I just ask them actively for feedback and they're happy to share it. They can even tell me how much are they willing to pay for it if I was about to introduce some premium options. Right. What so, is it by email? Is that you've got their email address, so you email them. Is that the way you do it? During the conversation, the matchmaker occasionally can ask you for feedback. Oh, I see. You use the matchmaker to do that as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. the voice of the platform and all communication goes through her. I want people to feel that it's an automated matchmaker with human-like personality. Yeah, and that's important for you to trust the recommendations that, you know, she is making if you're personified her as a her. I've only ever seen one matchmaker in real life, and that's the celebrity matchmaker. I don't know there's a TV show called Celebrity Matchmaking. Uh -huh, it's, uh -huh. it's kind of a funny show. You should definitely check it out. All right, so maybe we can hear a demo. You said you got some demo audio, I think, of going through. There's the introduction interview, and then there's the actual matchmaking process. Okay, so let's hear it now. Who are you? I'm your personal matchmaker. How can I help? What can you do? Merrick, I am your personal I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode, you can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews, 
and you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get high quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show, and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.